Yo, what up? Welcome to Dub Nation, the official show of the Utah Warriors. I'm Jim Jordan alongside Banksy. We are already to October, bro. Season just around the corner. You know, it's just getting sweeter and sweeter the closer and closer we get to MLR 2023. That means I can stock up on some peanut butter cups, watch some old highlight video, check the ticker for all the news on signings and what's going on and who's about to be in camp, and be ready for some rugby, baby. Peanut butter is a very American thing, by the way. At the very end of my mission in Brazil, it had been almost two years without peanut butter. I ate a whole jar in like a day because I hadn't had it in so long. That's I'm a real so proud thing. of you right like, now. <laughs> like peanut butter is amazing. I love it. Has it been almost 20 years since that event? Yes, I'm fine. Okay, just a few <laughs> medical bills from that situation. We're live on the Utah Warriors Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube account. Subscribe to the podcast version on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. You can listen to Banksy at 2X. It's awesome. Send in questions and comments if you have them. Here's what's on the show. we got a lot of news to discuss. Let's go. Mika Cruse re-signs. Awesome. Great player. Always good to have those. Henry Bell signing. And we talked to him from New Zealand, a uh, new hooker on the team. Eagles and Falcons. Mainly all Falcons. Uh, what they're doing in South Africa as they lead up to the World uh, Rugby, uh, the World Cup in rugby, uh, trying to qualify for that tournament. Lance Williams in South Africa as well. What's he doing there? We'll tell you. Emerson Pryor getting it done with Canada on a tour this summer. Puna Vili, uh, Vuli, excuse me, to Japan. And the Women's World Cup date. Yeah, that's not a uh, typo. We will update you how the USA did last week and some local connections from Utah. So we begin with Mika Kruse. He signs Banksy, re-signs 56 caps, one of the more tenured players in uh, Major League Rugby, 17 tries, 85 points, spectacular 2021 season. A little bit of a step back in 22, but this is a guy that's as good of a playmaker as any in the league and great to have him on either the wing or as a center. This is a guy that the Warriors absolutely needed to re-sign. Uh, Mika Cruze is that dude. And when you pair him on the outside with Joe Mano, or even if he moves into the centers for cover or has to play at 15, this is a dangerous player with the ball in his hands. He makes good decisions, and he likes to force the issue with his physicality, which is underrated. Known as more of a, a traditional flyer on the wing, but he's a big physical body that can stack up in the centers just as well as he can on the outside. Love having that? Mika back with Dub Nation. And how about that boot of his? Last year we were like, he rarely used it. And then he started using it a bunch. And he's just crushing it left-footed like bombs from that thing. Mika Cruze is better casually on an off day at 75% with one <laughs> arm tied behind his back than I ever was on my best day doubled if I had the best player in the world playing next to me. To the third power, which is just <laughs> unbelievable. So Mika Cruze resigns with Utah. That's awesome. Okay, new signing. His name's Henry Bell, 5'10", 233-pound hooker from Otago Rugby in the National Provincial Championship the last few years. Again, that's in New Zealand. Uh, by province, they play a competition, which is just the coolest. Uh, he's got four tries and eight starts there. He's uh, played at uh, in college there at university uh, You know, in uh, uh, Dunedin. So Dunedin, excuse me. So, hey, Henry Bell adds uh, to the to the hooker room, which now looks like this. Tuveri Vungakoto, of course, the Fijian international. Joey Baki uh, in his second year going into uh, next year out of Western Michigan. And then Henry Bell uh, in the hooker room, of course, uh, essentially replacing Chad Goff, who retired. You know, with a 
a player of the quality of Henry Bell coming in, and this is the prototypical modern hooker. This is a guy that's great come scrum time, that's accurate at the line out, but can play in the open field with the best of them in that true Southern Hemisphere modern Kiwi style. This guy brings versatility and physicality to this forward pack. And how stacked are we in the number two jersey right now? All three of these guys are going to see extensive minutes this season. It's exciting, and uh, it's a young group with two of the three, Tuberi Vungakoto mm-hmm. still. Still young, but great experience. Played in the World Cup in 2019 in Japan. He's been a star over the last couple of years out of Fiji. So updating the new signings in the offseason, we've got three so far. Joel Hodgson, the fly half from England, ton of premiership experience. Onihunga Havili we talked to two uh, weeks ago, second row out of Tonga, and now Henry Bell out of New Zealand. Uh, regarding the re-signings, as we add Mika Crusade to this list, Lance Williams, Saya Uhila, Yuri Van Vuren. So the core is absolutely there for this group. And now some exciting new signings are making it. And we're not done, right? Uh, it's merely October 12th. Season's not for four months. Uh, it's, it's looking like a group that will compete. Not going to be like last year. It's going to be a team that's vying for and or in the playoffs next year. And I think that's 100% the expectation, right, is to be in the playoffs every single year and competing for championships in front of Dub Nation. And I think with these additions that we've got, we made a big step in filling the gaps that were so desperately wanting by the middle and end of last year, whether it was due to injury or other reasons. So uh, a lot of physicality, a lot of versatility. Credit to Sparksy and the whole front office staff for finding these guys and getting them to commit to Utah and the way we play rugby. I think this is all fantastic for Dub Nation. And the addition of Greg Cooper, of course, as the head coach, has been an influential one, as you will find out in my conversation earlier with Henry Bell all the way from New Zealand. All right, the newest warrior, Henry Bell, is on Dub Nation. Henry, how you doing, man? Yeah, good, mate. How are you? All good? I'm great. I'm great. We're excited to have you. Uh, we, we've talked about uh, some of your numbers and your career thus far, so uh, we're excited to have you on the Warriors. When did they first reach out to you, and why was this a, a good fit for you? Um, I suppose um, this year, or a couple of months ago probably, Greg Cooper, um, a Kiwi like myself, gave me a call and asked if I was interested. He said he was heading over, and he sold, uh, he sold Utah pretty well, really. Um, uh, he said, yeah, the organization's, um, yeah, pr- pretty sturdy and got some good backing. So he said, um, it's a cool place, good community. And, um, yeah, he said, it's a, just, yeah, sold it pretty well. And I said, I was keen. When a Kiwi invites you to the States, it, it weighs a little differently, I imagine? Oh, I think, um, yeah, Greg Cooper played uh, a few games for Targo, like myself, um, coached the Highlanders. Um, he's actually, yeah, from the um, – yeah, same region as myself. So, yeah, I suppose that connection there helps. But, um, yeah, definitely definitely helps, I suppose. Yeah, we're excited to have Greg. And uh, we're already seeing his influence, obviously, in, uh, in signings like yourself. Um, let's, let's talk about uh, your, your obviously, your, your play on the field and then off the field. But I'm, I'm interested. I read you, you grew up on a uh, – was it a, a pig and beef station? Is that correct? <laughs> no, nah, sheep and beef. No pigs, just uh, yeah, sheep and beef. Um, sheep and beef, gotcha. Yeah, South Island of New Zealand. So um, yeah, I brought it, brought up here um, on a sheep and beef station. So yeah, I've been farming my whole life. I've I spent the last few years at uni- university though in, in Dunedin. Um, but yeah, brought up on a farm. 
pretty cool. How has that affected sort of your work ethic and who you are today? Uh, and does that ever uh, manifest itself on the field in some way? Oh, I'm not too sure about that. I think um, <laughs> a lot of Kiwis, a lot, I think um, I, I spend my summers working on the farm, do a lot of fencing, and um, I suppose that's reasonably hard work. And I suppose it could <laughs> manifest itself in the field in some aspects, but yeah, nah, I'm not too sure. Calloused hands, you know, on the ball when you throw it in as a hooker. Or yeah, a bit more grip, a bit more grip. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Um, in in New Zealand, obviously growing up with rugby and coming to the States where the game is growing uh, and Major League Rugby is growing, what's the perception of this league in New Zealand? And when you tell people, hey, I'm going to the States to play rugby, what's their reaction? I think, um, yeah, like that. I think that the World Cup in 31, um, I think there's a real buzz about rugby in America. And I think in a place like New Zealand where rugby is just such a, a staple, I think, uh, it's been a lot more respected. I think everyone's pretty excited. And a lot of Kiwis are heading over there and really enjoying it because it is a good quality league. And, um, yeah, high-quality players. Uh, it's a good spectacle. And, um, yeah, a lot of people are getting around it. And, it's yeah, it's... Um, a lot of people get really excited about their league in America um, and New Zealand. So, yeah, when I talk to mates and stuff in New Zealand and say they're heading over, they say that's awesome because it's such a good league and it's only getting stronger. Have you been to the States before? <laughs> no, I've never, never been to the States. You'll love it, man. And you'll love Utah. It's awesome. It's awesome. You're going to love it. Um, yeah, similarities, but uh, obviously very different. Has anyone talked to you about the food, the culture, anything like that? No, it's going to be a bit of a shock to be fair when I jump off the plane. I'm not really, I'm not not too sure what I'm expecting. So um, now I'm just going to get out and get a, immerse myself in it and get into it. Yeah, awesome. And when can we expect you in Utah? Uh, early Jan, I think. I'm on the on the plane, so um, yeah, straight over it into the cold to get into it. That'll be awesome. Uh, and and I'm sure the next couple of months are conditioning, getting ready for that because we start in February. We we start nice and early uh, in the yeah. winter. Uh, in the Northern Hemisphere. So let's go. Okay, tell us about kind of your, your rugby background, when you started playing and when you became uh, a hooker in rugby. Uh, I suppose like most Kiwis, I started when I was about five. Um, yeah, throwing straight into it. It's the backbone really in New Zealand. So um, yeah, and immersed in, into it pretty early. Um, I was actually a hooker, a flanker up until about three years ago. I left school and... Um, and I was, I was still a flanker and I went to a hooker, I went hooker, yeah, three years ago. Um, and that was my first year in Otago MPC team. And then, so I've been playing hooker for the last three years. So I haven't been playing hooker that long, really. So um, still learning, um, core roles, massive. So still learning to know that. But um, yeah, so hooker for the last three years, playing MPC in Otago, um, yeah. What's the what's the best thing about playing hooker and the worst thing? The best thing, um, oh, I suppose, being in the middle of the field is pretty cool. Um, uh, yeah, just getting into it, d defense attack, it's pretty direct. Um, the worst thing, oh, nah, not the worst thing. I don't Nothing. can't think. Love yeah, it. that's all good, mate. It's all good. What's the what's the hardest thing about lineouts as the guy that's got to throw not only a straight ball but Hey, you, you you're running a specific play there. I think um, it's just uh, it's all sort of uh, pressure, really. It's just all on you. But um, I think if when you're a bit, a bit puffed and but if you've got the right processes and 
I think that's what I've found just coming to hooker reasonably late is sort of that um, the pressure's on you, but if you sort of get your process right, and um, it is a, it's a hard skill, but if you're practicing and you're getting your processes right, it's, um, yeah, not too bad. Now, various people sweat at different levels, but if you sweat a lot, can you be a hooker? Because you gotta, you got to be able to handle that ball. That seems like that'd be a, a tough situation there. And if it's <laughs> yeah. raining or wet in any way. Yeah, you need to be towel on the sideline to get the hands dry. <laughs> Every time, right? <laughs> need... Even if it's like perfect conditions, the hooker's like, let me let me dry this off. Well, People yeah, exactly. When it's, when it's perfect conditioning and it's warm, yeah, normally get a sweat on the hands. So, yeah, nah, towels are pretty vital, I reckon. That's awesome. Uh, what, what? How would you describe your game, the type of play you play uh, on the pitch? Uh, well, I like to think um, – being a flanker up to a couple of years ago that reasonably dynamic. <laughs> I wouldn't really um, try to get around the field pretty well, but um, yeah, I'd say enjoy, yeah, enjoy defense, carrying the ball, but um, yeah, I'm probably not the biggest front row, but I like to get around the paddock pretty well. Uh, the NPC is awesome. It's the National Provincial Championship. I wish we had this in like basketball in the States, like LeBron James for Ohio you know, versus Kevin Durant from, uh, I think he's from Texas. Like, we don't have anything like that. Can you describe what it means to New Zealand to have this provincial championship? That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's unreal. I mean, um, playing for your province is always pretty awesome. And um, everyone that plays for the provinces is uh, yeah, it's pretty proud. a pretty proud moment to do that. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of pride in it, a lot of passion. And I think there's um, a lot of, yeah, everyone just gets behind it. And it's, it's just sort of, been going in New Zealand for 30 or, or yeah, for how many years now? So, um, yeah, so everyone gets behind it, and it's pretty awesome just playing for the for a province that you've grown up with, um, grow up, grown up in. You've watched your, your heroes come through that play for that province. So, uh, I love it. Eh? It's a pretty cool system. That is cool. I, I wish we had something like that. There's nothing remotely close to that in the United States, which is cool. What are you expecting or hoping for out of the experience with the Warriors and in Major League Rugby the next couple of years? Oh, I think um, I'm expecting, yeah, a high quality of rugby at Utah next year. Um, I think the other side is pretty awesome. Good good, good management, um, good, a good organizational round. So, yeah, expecting a high quality of rugby and, um, yeah, expecting – yeah, to enjoy it as well. Um, hopefully meet some cool, awesome people, um, see the sights, see America. Um, yeah, travel. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty fizzed, eh? I can't wait. It'll be awesome. You, you'll you go all over the country, man, uh, which will be pretty cool. This is a fun vehicle for that, right? Um, yeah. And, and let's get to know you personally. Like, what are, what are some hobbies or fun facts about you that people should know to uh, get to know you better? Uh, probably hobbies in New Zealand. Um I'm into my hunting. I like my fishing. Um, that's Utah. pretty big. You're yeah, coming exactly. to a great spot for that, man. Yeah, I've heard. Um, so, yeah, I'm pretty keen to get in, involved into a bit of that. Um, yeah, I was, uh, the South Island of New Zealand is pretty known for its hunting and its fishing. So, um, yeah, hopefully immerse myself in that when I head over head over to the U.S. and to Utah. That'll be awesome. Yeah. Man. Are you watching Rings of Power? 
Yeah, I am too. Yeah, absolutely. How good? It's been good, dude. I'm loving I'm looking, that. I'm looking forward just to the last episode last night, actually. Yeah, the season finale is this week, which is awesome. So uh, you get into it. How good? It's been great, dude. Obviously, New Zealand known for a lot of things. Uh, Lord of the Rings is is top five and uh, Ring yeah. of Power. So let's go. Well, sweet. We're excited to uh, get you here in January, and uh, we're, we're stoked you've signed with the Warriors. We're excited to have as many Kiwis as humanly possible uh, to join Greg Cooper on his uh, first year in Major League Rugby. Henry, we appreciate the time. Best of luck the next couple months. We'll see you in January. Awesome. Cheers, mate. Thank you very much. Henry Bell, the newest Utah Warrior. Uh, fun personality. Uh, he's going to love Utah from the off-the-pitch stuff. And uh, Greg Cooper's influence already being had here on a young guy. He looks young. That's because he is. He's 23 years old, but uh, a guy that's been good in the NPC, and now he's going to play in MLR. I mean, you want to talk about a proper Kiwi lad, that's it. Grew up on a sheep station, you know, shearing, herding, you know. He's probably got a proper dirty swan dry you know, woolly jumper that, you know, just stinks like. I don't even know what you just nobody's said. Nobody's business. Not afraid. It's what makes them such great rugby players. It's like all of these offensive linemen that come out of, you know, Iowa and, yeah. uh, you know, Ohio and all, of, you know, Kansas and all. They're, they're just raised to not be afraid of the hard work. So it's great to see, love it from the lad. And, uh, you know, like he says in the, in the old queue, how good, but how good. <laughs> wait, wait, what did you say? What a, a jumper? Remind yeah. me what a jumper Just is. Google, Google swan dry bush shirt, S W A N D R I bush shirt. It'll change. I your feel life. like, I feel like Seinfeld right now. Why don't you just tell me the, what that is? <laughs> it's just, it's, it's what a very it? key. It's a very Kiwi thing. It's a pullover, like sweater slash robe, jackets gotcha thing you know, gotcha. i mean it's it's just a one shirt does it all kind of deal that you know we, hey. we practically live in them in new zealand so that sounds great and for those who don't know you lived in new zealand as a kid yes that's where oh. i found the game of rugby and uh you know my family's from there my parents are actually leaving on saturday to serve a uh mission for the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints there so take peanut butter so yeah, <laughs> they have peanut butter in New Zealand. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Never mind. Okay, uh, you know where else they have peanut butter? Bet you we're gonna have peanut butter at the Warriors Trunk or Treat. Transition. I can guarantee there's gonna be peanut butter cups there somewhere. <laughs> you want to come out, Dub Nation, and have a great night out with your family. Dress up, enjoy the Trunk or Treat. The uh, Warriors staff will be there with all kinds of goodies. There will be Junior Warriors clinics going on, as well as some touch to be played. Make sure you make your plans uh, coming up from uh, 6 to 8 on October uh, 20th. Zions Bank Stadium. Get more at warriorsrugby.com. Nice transition, bro. That's why you like that. That was cable 93. (laughs) Is that the old uh, jingle? That's the old jingle. Yeah. It's it's, from the 90s. (laughs) That was like 1996 or something like that. That's what I'm up here. That's what I'm up here. There you go. Okay. Let's talk about Warriors hanging out in South Africa. Okay, uh, we got we got four of them, but let's let's check. Okay, uh, the South Africa squad. We uh, Eagles overseas tweeted that Paul Mullen and Paul Asike are starting, and that Paul, uh, excuse me, Angus McClellan is coming off the bench. So all three are going to participate in two lead-up matches for the Falcons. They're not the Eagles in this case because they're not test matches; those are international competitions. They're going to play. Toyota Cheetahs and Air Lake Pumas, two South African teams, right? In the lead up to the World Cup qualifiers in, uh, in uh, Dubai uh, against Hong Kong, Kenya, Portugal, right? For the final spot 
Uh, also, you got Jonah Dietenberger, the newly traded man, the lock representing uh, Uruguay. And he is, uh, you know, going to be part of that team that uh, is coached by Warriors head coach Sean Pittman. They are going to Uruguay. So we got we got dudes on different uh, continents uh, repping the Warriors uh, with with the red, white and blue, man. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's great to see uh, Big Pauly Lasique back and healthy after uh, recovering from that injury to his hand. And then, I mean, what do you say about you know prop one and prop two in 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 the in the the combo of having you know Paul Mullen start and then having Gus McClellan come off the bench to back him up? Either one of those guys could start in that test match. The quality is on par with both of them, and you love to see it in the red and black. And now we love to see it in the red, white, and blue for all three of those boys. And how about that with Dietenberger though? Acquiring him on the trade from San Diego, we get him plus some other considerations, and he's immediately on international duty, getting that experience and getting that playing time in with that level, quality, and caliber of coaching. I mean, for a young second rower to have that kind of exposure on that Southern Hemisphere tour. Um, to South America. Gotta love it for Dietenberger, too. That's pretty awesome. That Uruguay squad, by the way, coached uh, by Sean Pittman, former Utah Warriors head man himself. Also in South Africa, Lance Williams there. Although he's not with the Falcons, he is playing in the, the tense tournament uh, for the Cape Town Wild Dogs. They went 3-1, and one, 10 points, took second place out of five teams in the Pretoria Cup a few days ago. So, as Lance always does, he's having a good time. Lance is the life of the party wherever he is. So it's just, he has this magnetic energy. People just find themselves attaching to him. He's so much fun on and off the rugby field. There's a ton of MLR guys that are on that tour playing 10s right now, getting that experience, getting that international exposure, raising their game, increasing their skill levels. Lance, if you see this, I know I sent you a message on Instagram, but your kit looks awesome, and Daddy wears a double XL. <laughs> bright yellow one. And uh, you'd stick out in any crowd with that thing. So shout out, to, uh, shout out to the homies doing work there. But we're not quite done, but we'll get to that in just a second. Can I throw another shout out real quick? I Please. ran into Tyler Fisher and his whole family out at Corn Bellies in Lehigh. Tyler's parents are in town nice. um, visiting with the new baby and everything. What an amazing family. And it was great to see and meet them. He says he watches Dub Nation every week. So I made sure. Oh, oh stop it. I told him I would give him some love and, and say hi. So there it is. It was an absolute pleasure Shout to meet out. you guys. And uh, we look forward to seeing you back here in America again soon as they visit from South Africa. So you want to visit from wherever you want to make your home here in Utah. Let's make it at Zions Bank Stadium as part of Dub Nation. Get in the red and black and get your season tickets, all right? If all of these signings, if all of this action, if all of these tournaments, if all of these tours don't get you excited for Warriors rugby, check your pulse. You must be dead, okay? Call 801-477-7652. Get your season tickets booked now and be ready for MLR 2023, baby. We are coming up on the Day of the Dead. Uh, for those south of the border. So, you know, <laughs> if you are, if you haven't seen Coco, you should check it out. Um, okay. For me. So good. Another <laughs> guy playing internationally is Emerson Pryor for the Great White North of Canada. He uh, made the October International Squad, uh, one of the young, talented props for the Utah Warriors and in Major League Rugby. They're going to play Chile and Brazil in Sao Paulo, October 21st and 26th. Busy offseason for him. He's been in New Zealand playing as well, and uh, he continues to develop. He's going to play a prominent role on this team at Loosehead Prop this season. 
You gotta you gotta love it from uh, from Emerson. Went down with Big Robbie Abel. Played some time at Waitemata Rugby Club down there in New Zealand. Got some good minutes and uh, and got a ton of good experience. You know, putting in the mahi with the boys down there in New Zealand and paying off not just with his run with the Warriors last year, but also now with his time in New Zealand to get that Canada call up at such a young age. Really speaks to the credit of his abilities, even as a young prop. Which is fantastic. He continues to get better, get great experience. Of course, Canada did not qualify for the World Cup, so these are friendlies and uh, just fun games. But what an awesome experience to go all the way down to Sao Paulo uh, for that as my dogs make some noise. I mean, we talked uh, about how good the tight head side is, right, with, with Gus and with Paul Mullins. How good on the loose side now, Franco Vandenberg coming back from hand surgery to get repaired, and Emerson Pryor are our one and two really right now on the loose head side with, oh, yeah, somebody named Ali Khalifi, you know, still waiting in the wings there as well. So take nothing away from from that set. Our front row is stacked for the Warriors in 2023. And it starts there. Like, if you don't have a good front row and engine room, like, forget about it. It doesn't matter how good your backs are. You're not going to make a ton of plays. You're not going to get any possession of the ball is what's going to happen. You're not. And uh, the the breakdown's not going to be great, and the scrums won't be. Uh, One one notable uh, mention, uh, one player leaving to go to Japan in League One, Punavuli, warrior number 71. Wish him the best of luck. He's going to go play for the Honda Heat, 13 games in 2022 at lock. I think this is a great look for Puna. We'll miss him. He was incredible to have on the staff. Forced into a lot of action because of injury. But you're talking about a guy who still has a really high ceiling with his abilities. So all the best as he goes off to Japan. And, you know, hope to one day maybe see him back in the red and black again. The big Fiji and is always fun to have on this, on your team. Big target in the lineup. And uh, a guy who could rumble with the best of them. So best of luck. We'll keep an eye on his, uh, his play. And... As much as the Warriors uh, want to win, number one, they also want to develop great players, and so that's part of this. And we've seen several players get signed elsewhere in uh, in comparable or better leagues, uh, which is also a, a sign that MLR is working and the Warriors are developing players, which is great. Okay, last but not least, a Women's World Cup date. Uh, Italy beat the United States 22-10 in the opening game in New Zealand, so they've got some work to do against Japan on Saturday and then Canada the next Sunday. But shout out to Jordan Mattias from BYU and Hallie Ta'afo'o of Utah State, who are part of the team. They both uh, participated in game one. They're not listed uh, in the 23 for game two as of now. But shout out to uh, the local connections and best of luck to the red, white, and blue in New Zealand. Much love to the ladies. I mean, I know that game against Italy was one that they were really expected to win. Uh, The USA, maybe even the favorites out of that pool. Now they're going to be fighting for probably that two spot to come out of pool play in the World Cup. But they've got a great leadership group in there. They're doing all the right things. They'll circle the wagons and get it right, I think, for the next match. Chris Berman said it. No, nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo, like the USA Women's World <laughs> Cup team. So you gotta do it like do it. nobody circles the wagons quite like. Hell, <laughs> <laughs> Berman's watching Saturday against Japan. That'd be Why great. Does Berman always sound like he's just getting over bronchitis? It, seriously, <laughs> it, 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 it. clear your throat. Sounds Come like both from the Simpsons and Chris Berman are the same person. <laughs> okay uh tons of news in this one we will bring you all the off-season news that's happening of course we've got uh lots of stuff with the falcons in south africa as we mentioned we'll follow up on that the world cup uh new signings new re-signings coming up in the next several months we're going to have 
the kit will be released. The schedule will be released. So we've got a ton of uh, stuff to look forward to. Again, we're going live about every two weeks. Uh, and you can always uh, like and share this episode of Dub Nation and follow the Utah Warriors on social media. For the latest and greatest, for Henry Bell from New Zealand, Mason Benson and Banksy, I am Jerem Jordan. Go Warriors! <laughs>